special edition of the Inside Outside Guys on 760 WJR. Sponsored by Lake Point Electric. Never lose power again with a whole home Briggs and Stratton generator. For all your home's electrical needs, visit mylakepointelectric.com. Now here are the Inside Outside Guys, Ken Calverly and Chuck Bridenstine. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to the bonus hour. Again, what the guys like to call the education hour today, featuring Lake Point Electric. Chuck, it's going to be a very informative show. Yeah, it is going to go by quickly. If you're interested in standby electrical generation, if you're interested in EV chargers, or anything to do with electrical upgrades to your existing home, you're going to want to listen. You know, years ago, you'd drive down the road and you'd see none of those air conditioning condensers next to houses. And now they all have them. Yep. And same thing's going to be true with the standby generator. Few houses have them now, but there's going to be a time where every house you see is going to have a standby generator and a secondary means of generation for their house or electrification for their house. So we're going to talk about that and much more of your electrical needs in the next hour of the Inside Outside, guys. Again, featuring Lake Point Electric right here on AM 760 WJR. Welcome back to the bonus hour of the Inside Outside Guys, sponsored by Lake Point Electric, 877-777-WIRE, 777-WIRE. We've got Paul Olivieri and Dominic Vitali with us to actually handle the expertise, right, Ken? Yeah, expertise in electrical, which you and I ain't got. Uh, no. No, we call the professionals. Lake Point. Lake Point Electric. Paul, Dominic, how you doing, guys? Good, how about you? Doing great. Good. Hey, do us a favor. Let's just start out. Let's just spend the first segment just talking about Lake Point Electric, how you guys got started, uh, your experience in the business, and, and where you plan to go in the future. Well, Lake Point Electric started in 1998. We started out as a uh, new construction uh, electrical contractor, uh, as well as uh, you know, doing a lot of service work. Um, and then we grew into, uh, uh, we started to install generators, and that has been uh, our main focus lately um, on servicing, installing, um, and repairing uh, our, our generators. So. It's been uh, it's been it's actually been a great year and a lot of interest in generators right now, and um, that's where we're kind of heading into. And, and Dominic, you're the man in the field, right? Yes, sir. When when someone calls Lake Point Electric, good chance they're going to see you. Yes, I do all the bidding, quoting, and uh, I'm even there on the generator installs. I mean, I might not be there all the, the whole job, but I'm there for most of the job, and I'm there till the end. And when the generator's all done, starting it up, and you know, getting the people. You know, familiar with that generator so that they have a little knowledge of it before we leave. You're the one responsible for that project. Yes. He is absolutely <laughs> responsible. You know what? All I can think of a lot of projects that homeowners are, you know, when a project's done, whether it be siding, roofing, your name, and homeowner's like, whoa, that f- looks good. But when a generator's done, I got to think, they got to go, boy, that feels good. Absolutely. It just feels good to know that Peace I don't have mind. to deal mm-hmm. with Especially the, 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 the older part of our populations. People are getting older. And I had one installed with my mom probably five or six years ago. And I was there last week, and she said, thank you so much. She doesn't even like gifts. you. No. Well, she did once I got that for her. <laughs> well, that's true. That changed <laughs> right. the relationship. But, so you guys are a dime. Lake Point's a diamond dealer. 
Yes. Briggs and Stratton. What does that mean to our listeners? Well, it means that we carry at least two certified guys to fix and install generators. We have six of them uh, to service and fix uh, that are all certified. So, yeah, we're, I mean, and that's the key. Today in generator installation, it's it's not even the brand anymore. It's, it's what the brand's going to give you for a warranty and the company that's installing and making sure they're going to come back to maintain it and fix it and keep that generator running for years on out. And Paul, certifications, is, are those your guys certified through Briggs and Stratton? They yeah. go straight to Briggs and Stratton to get that certification? Yes. We go to Wisconsin and actually sit through a four-day class where five. we... Is it five-day? Yep. Oh my God, we were there for five days. <laughs> we were there for him. five days. That's right. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and it's... Uh, uh, it's in-class and hands-on service. Uh, basically, what they do is they go through every component of the generator, including the engine, um, and then we go into the lab and we they simulate uh, breakdowns, troubleshooting. They, mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they simulate you know uh, AVR failures, uh, spark failure. Uh, what's the other thing? Rotor and stator failure. Rotor stator failure. Yeah, all the different everything. failures Engine. that you're going to see in the field, right. and they that you could see in the field. They break them right. while we're in class. They right. they take things apart, and then we have to go in, and then we have to you know we have to read the codes, and then figure out kind of, and then and then sometimes they'll they'll do two different things to it, and um, they'll trick us, and and it, which are things that truly happen in the field. Absolutely. And uh, and then and then the guys have to go in and figure out what what the repair is and it gives us an idea of not only what parts we need to carry um, in the trucks uh, what tools we need um, and just what we need to be looking out for when we're especially when we're installing to make sure that when they assemble the generator, you know, remember these things are coming down a line, and they're and then they're you know they're they're boxed, they're sure. delivered, they're put in a truck, they're high load, they're moved around, and you know things come loose in those things, so they might work for a few minutes, uh-huh. and then so we have to go through when we install and check and verify that everything is still connected correctly, so that you know in a day or a week or a month when we leave, you know that that generator is gonna is gonna run. So it, it's a really good training course, and it's, it's so like very break Probably choose any brand that it wants to, right? Yeah, sure. You've chosen Briggs and Stratton. How come? <clears throat> well, Briggs and Stratton has been a great company for us for since '06 or '09. I think we were, we started, but well, they've been around forever, right? But we've been a generator company with them, and they help us out. Anyway, they never told me that they'll never cover any warranty call that I've ever went in. It's American-made. You know, that motor is actually made in Wisconsin, not, you know, shipped to Wisconsin. Um, you know, they're just a, an all-around, and you can't, the, you know, everybody's extending warranties to 10 years, where Briggs & Stratton always gives the 10-year warranty, and they have since 2019. Is and that parts and labor? That's parts, yes. labor, travel, and major components. And it's, and it's Bumper to bumper for ten years. years. There's no. It's the not only a limited thing basically warranty. that you got to pay for in the course of the first ten years would be maintenance on the generator every year, and then a battery if a battery had failed. Yep. And how important is that maintenance that people do? Oh, extremely. Oh, one hundred percent. I tell people maintenance, maintenance, maintenance. I mean, it's key. 
Because right. they, they don't get around. The people that have their generators and maintain them, they're twenty some years old, running great. And then the people that don't, they're 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 having problems with them all the time. So power goes off and the generator doesn't work, and of course they blame you. Of <laughs> course <laughs> they do. I mean, they it do. Is right. oh, yeah. they, they blame. Yeah. So it's you not go over there. Yeah, yeah, we go out and oil service or, it. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Whatever it takes to get it get it back up and working. And I mean. There's 99% of them, when we leave, they're back up and working. And, Paul, you guys service all brands, do you not? We we do. We primarily service uh, Briggs & Stratton. Uh, we service Generac. And, and those are the components that we carry most of the time. Um, we can service other generators, but the parts that we carry in our trucks are typically Briggs and uh, Generac. Right. Okay. Okay. And like I said, you guys, like Chuck said, I, I apologize, you guys could have chose anything. And you chose this because you believe in it. You believe in the warranty. You believe in the customer service. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, we, we have a good rapport with them. And, you know, we could have a good rapport with any of the companies. I mean, with the volume that we buy, they're always calling us. But, you know, it's I look at it like this: like this, a Ford dealership just sells Fords. They could sell all their cars, GMs, and everything, but they don't, they, right? Because they're because they're going to focus on what they know and the product that they carry, and let the other guys, you know, sell the other product. Sure. But we believe, you know, we believe in the Briggs um, product, the name, the engines, and. Uh, They've always had a great name, and they and and you know what? The they're getting. Motor. They're only getting Been around better. Forever. I believe they're it. only getting better. I believe. Well, let's go to break, and when we get back from break, let's talk about how you size um, some of these units. Some people don't have to power their own homes, their whole homes. Some people want to power their whole homes. Let's do that, and then we'll talk about how important that maintenance is. You're listening to the Inside Outside guys with special guest Lake Point Electric, only on AM 760 WJR. Welcome back to this special edition of the Inside Outside Guys, sponsored by Lake Point Electric on WJR. Never lose power again with a whole home Briggs & Stratton generator. For all your home's electrical needs, visit MyLakePointElectric.com. Once again, here are Ken and Chuck. Uh, Ken mentioned sizing. Uh, people, Some people want to do half a house. Some people want to do their whole house. Is that an option for them? 100%. Yeah, so I mean, we have so many different ways now to do that. Whether we, I mean, norm, we have load management, which what you know, is that? Load management is for your bigger appliances, air conditioners, electric ovens, electric dryers, hot furnaces. tubs. No, furnace would be no? furnace would be a one ten circuit. So yeah, we don't need okay. to really load manage that. We're we're looking. So that's what puts a generator over is the ranges, the dryers, the yeah. the pools, hot tubs. Gotcha. You know, they're, they're okay. yeah. We want to make it 20s. so that your furnace, your sump pump, your garage door opener, your general lighting, your refrigerator, and your kitchen, maybe your your freezer and you know your the needs the needs right. come on yeah. and don't get don't get superseded by a larger load that may turn back on when the power goes out and kick off your furnace or trip the generator sure right. so we want to make sure that those loads are the big loads are managed right so i mean that's why you either give them a, you know you get, depending on what their budget is and everything like that we give them a big enough generator that just accepts the load but then you get the people that don't have the budget 
and they still want the oven and they want the air conditioner, <laughs> but they don't need to necessarily. And, and as long as they're okay with, hey, we're not going to use our air conditioner why we're cooking for those 20, 30 minutes, it's going to shut itself off with the load management. And if they're fine with that, then that's great. You know, and like I tell people, it might take you a couple of years before you even use your cooking equipment on the generator to have a long enough power outage. I mean, <laughs> right. nowadays it doesn't seem like that. We lose power for days all every time, but, um, you know, where we're going to be using, and that's gotten more popular over the last couple of years, is mm-hmm. having the ovens on the generators because before people were like, yeah, I'll use my barbecue or I'll use this. But now that we have these five, six, four, five-day power outages, people are needing them. Is is there an average size for a house that you're finding, or a typical size? Yeah, or? I mean that's where Briggs early kind of makes it out. They have our we have our our 12 kW, which would do typically from like you know your thousand square foot to about 22, 2500, and that's also depending what you have for electric appliances. Um, but then we get into that you know three you know 2500 to 3000 to maybe 48. 5200 we do a 20 kW and then we have our 26 kW which I've done up to almost 10,000 square foot with. Wow you know I tell a story of many years ago I think it was probably in 98 I was down in Missouri and we were getting a storm up here and the only way and of course I was worried about my sump pump because nobody was home mm-hmm. and the only way I was able to tell whether we lost power up here was to every hour call my house and see if my answer machine <laughs> and if it picked up i knew i still had power right but people don't need to do that anymore the stand nope. if i would have a standby generator i honestly would have enjoyed that vacation so much more well is there remote monitoring for yeah. and that's where i was yeah, going that's with this smart and that's the next thing we got we 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 have teamed up now with omni matrix and omni matrix you know a lot of these all these generator companies have their own little wi-fi based you know system that would report to them but the omni matrix and we, we find those have a lot of problem because we know we can't it's hard to get the internet to go to the run room to the next room let alone go outside um so now with our new omni matrix it's basically like putting a cell phone in your generator and it's a cellular base so it so comes it's through powered by the generator itself right and it comes through email or text it's powered from the battery of the generator right gotcha so whether the power goes out or not that battery has a charge and the nice part about the omni matrix over the rest of the other monitoring services is is that anywhere in the world we can start the generator up, reset the generator, manually override it, um, which you could never do before, which saves us. You know, sometimes it's just, a, you know, I mean, an airline, air got in a little bit of the gas, and we had a little bubble in it, and it, you know, and it, it, it threw a fault, you know, and I'm halfway across the world. I can, <laughs> they call me, I can easily go and pull it up, do a quick reset. Hey, you're up and running and good to go. Really? We'll check wow. it out next week and do a follow up on it. You know, you guys are good to go for your power. Yeah. Yeah, this system will oh, tell cool. us will will tell us in real time with the customer 
that there was a fault, a generator didn't start. And it'll relay the fault to us remotely and the customer as well. So anything That's that I'm good. talking about comes to us and goes, goes to the right. customer. So before the customer may, may be out of town, I might call the, you we know might it? call the customer before the customer even looks at their phone to realize there's a problem. That's amazing right? customer service. You're going to yeah. call me to tell me I have an issue. Wow. So what we're going <laughs> to so what we can do then is we can contact the customer and say, you know, we're we're we tried to restart your generator. Um, it's showing a fault. We could send a truck out there if you know if you like now or tomorrow or whatever. If you're home, obviously they're not home. They didn't realize, you know, and uh, we can service your generator, you know, before you find out it's not going to run when the power goes out. It also will tell us what the fault is, so we can bring the right parts to the job. Right. And the good part about this is that this is not just isolated to uh, Briggs and Stratton. This this can be installed on any generator. Now, is that an option that you offer? It's an what option. a great mm-hmm. or is that a standard? It's an option. It's, it's an option because not everybody not everybody needs it. You know, I remember years ago I was out to dinner with Pat Kelly years ago who. Good has friend. installed so many of those in the past, and the storms are coming through, and he was so stressed out. He kept his he kept his phone in his hand, looking at the storms, wondering when he was going to get called. Because the worst thing in the world that can happen is you purchase a standby generator, power <laughs> goes off, and it doesn't start. Mm-hmm. With this technology you're talking about, there's so much less chance of that happening. Right. I mean, this company that supplies us this product has been supplying this product for generators for years in hospitals and you know and probably radio stations and everywhere for you know for monitoring generators this this system this little component that it that runs i think what is it at&t runs that yeah. i think it's at&t um is 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 what you're buying in your home is the same product, basically, that they're putting in hospital Why generators. wouldn't you get that? Is, right. it, is it really expensive or just... No, no, and initial to get it, you know, but you know, it's you know, the unit costs money. You got to put it in, sure. and then we give you your first year subscription, right? Um, you and know, so it's all included in one, and then then after that, it's just monthly, right? Um, or yearly, you pay. I think you actually pay for it yearly. Yeah, we up yeah, we, front. Um, so you pay for the whole year right at the at the get to go. You're done. Yeah, you're done. And but you know, the really nice part about this this whole thing, other than the monitoring and and it tells you all that, but it also will tell you when problems are going to occur. Like your battery voltage is right to the last two days have dropped, you know, a half a volt, you know, or half, you know, getting down there. Something should be checked on that battery, where the other ones would just tell you when the battery died, right? <laughs> and, 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 your, da- your, ge- your generator died. Well, now it's dead and you're out of power, you know. Right. So this will tell us before the problem occurs. So this is what people, people want. They, they want to uh, they, they want to be able to control their home from their phones. They want to control their yeah. lighting. Right. You know, I had a guy uh, pick up some material from my house the other day, yesterday, and uh, it was ten o'clock in the morning. And he says, "Are you home?" I go, "No, I'm it's ten o'clock in the morning. I'm at work." <laughs> so, is this an owner, Paul? This is uh, this is a, a, a trade of ours. And he had to pick up some roofing material gotcha. from my house, and uh, so I went on my phone. I opened my garage door. <laughs> Since my door was open, I locked my 
house store. You, you locked know. us out when we were there a year yeah, ago. I locked, you I saw locked us coming. Yeah, <laughs> most people do. <laughs> when we see you coming, we lock all the doors. <laughs> which close the blinds. And uh, so, and then and then he said he left, and I just, I, I looked at my camera, I saw that he drove away, and then I just pressed the button, I shut the door. <laughs> and then while I'm doing that, I could check my generator, I can make sure, you know, my lights wow. are on, my sump pump, you know, my, my alarm is monitored, um, my, my sump pumps are monitored for high water, sure. so if that happens, my alarm, I mean, if it's almost to the point that if something happens to my house, it's it's my fault, you know, because it's everything is telling you what's going on, <laughs> and this is this is just one more thing that you know can that you can look at on your phone or your computer and monitor the status of your generator. We're talking to Paul Oliveri and Dominic Vitali from Lake Point Electric. The phone number eight seven 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 wire. We're going to go to break, and when we get back. You know, Paul, there are people out there that will install generators and not pull a permit from the city. Let's talk about that, how big of a no-no that is when we get back from break. You're listening to the Inside Outside Guys, again, featuring Lake Point Electric. Welcome back to the bonus hour of the Inside Outside Guys show, sponsored by Lake Point Electric. We've got Paul Oliveri and Dominic Vitali with us uh, to answer any of the technical questions. Before we went to break, Ken mentioned permitting. Our generator installs uh, something that require a permit and, and more than maybe one permit? Absolutely. Mechanical and electrical. Some cities also require zoning, um, you know, for placement of the generator. But yeah, I mean, especially in certain cities like Bloomfield um, has decibel ratings at property lines. So if you put the generator in the wrong spot or, you know, you don't know what you're doing and you just, just you know, you're not really a generator installer and you just go stick it anywhere and you don't know the noise level to the property, you're going to fail. Good ask you about noise are they allowed they're gotten a lot quieter um big time so you're portable you know they're running but right. they're not super loud right i mean it, most people like especially my 12k like i've started one up yesterday for a homeowner and they're like i can't believe how quiet it is is that an air-cooled four air cycle cool. yep four stroke four uh, two two cylinder uh the vanguard motor yeah it's it's so briggs and stratton has two speeds so weekly tests, cool down, burn off cycles, we run at 64 decibels at 10 feet. Uh, and then we run at 70 decibels at normal operation at 10 feet. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. yeah so here's what, here's what happens. People find that they'll hire some guy or maybe they'll, they'll, they'll buy the generator at you know Costco or something and install yes. it themselves. Well, what happens is not only are you, you know, are the cities just making sure that you're wiring these things correctly, you're sizing the gas lines correctly, the gas meters are sized correctly. They're, they're, looking, out, they're looking out for the homeowner. You know, but what happens is is uh, you'll install the generator and you might put it in uh, in an easement or a setback that's not uh, within the ordinance right, of sure. the city there you, you live in. Gotcha. Let's say like you live in Gross Point or you live in Bloomfield. Um, and uh, which I find are working. some of the easiest cities to work with. Those, the the they're, I don't know if you do. Bloomfield's pretty all, easy. Yeah, they're all they're all pretty easy to work with. I mean, you just got to play by the rules. And um, <laughs> and then what happens is uh, you know the neighbor next door is doing something or across the street, and an inspector drives by. Now remember, you've you may have hired a contractor. This guy installed it. It works. 
you paid them, <laughs> and the city says you've got to move that generator. Right, and mm-hmm. that's a job. Right. We've you had know? that happen many times, and that's on the owner. And there. that's right. where the homeowners need to understand that maybe you're saving some money by not pulling a permit for a hundred or two hundred dollars, and you know. But here's the problem: you need that verification from the city that what was done was done correctly, and it was placed in the correct spot. So there's been many times where I sat down with plot plans and 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 scaled off lot lines, had an engineer go out and, you know, find the pins on a guy's lot to verify that, you know, we were 20 feet, one inch from that property line and we were within that setback and had to prove it to the city um, to get that verification because, you know, you don't want to spend $10,000 install a generator to find out maybe a year or two later that you have to move it. And now the city is coming down on you saying it's in the wrong spot. I'm glad you mentioned that because we saw a statistic that said the average installed price in a residential application was $10,000 nationally. But you see these ads, you can buy the generator for $2,900. You know, yeah. So a homeowner goes, well, gee, that seems like a big difference. Yeah, mm-hmm. but the stress involved in that, and not only that, but then yeah. some, you get your brother's cousin's uncle's friend to install it, mm-hmm. and they don't understand if they install it wrong, it doesn't can't just possibly hurt the people in the house. It can hurt people down the line. Right. Good point. Well, and, right. and, and that's why these inspections from the cities are so important. And yeah. the homeowners have to realize they're liable. Right. Well, another like one of the big things is, especially from a guy that doesn't know and bought it from the big box store. Sure. You know, and in his, like you said, brother's cousin's uncle, he puts the generator in. Well, the big box stores don't sell the cold weather kits. We live in Michigan. We right. have to have those cold weather kits put in or they void your warranties. So What is that? Explain that to us. Cold weather listener. kit would be an oil warmer and a battery warmer for the generator um, to keep that oil from being frozen and, 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 and prolongs the battery. You know, it really does because now we're getting cold, not getting the cold cranking amps in the wintertime. Sure. Um, and, you know, everybody knows those little, we're, we're now to a group 26 battery or group 24 <laughs> battery, so we're better. We used to be in those AMGs and when they went, they went, you yes. know. So, um, you know, that was, uh, you know, a big thing, but back on the whole, you know, you know, you put that gen, we did a, a guy had a guy years ago had a generator put in on the side of his house. It was there for seven years. His next door neighbor lost his house to foreclosure. His new neighbors moved in. Well, the generator made noise and started up every week and ran for 20 minutes and their kids slept at that hour every day at, and, and when it started up. So they called the city. Instead of asking him just to change, well, the guy never permitted it. And in the city of Troy, with the sound decibels, it couldn't even go there. We had to actually upgrade them to a larger size generator so it was quieter and move it onto the other side of the house. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Not just because of neighbors, but there are other reasons why location is so important as far as intake. Talk about Absolutely. that, Absolutely. And we come across that a lot, too, that they put the generator and the exhaust is blowing right into the window. Um, you know, I mean, that is key. You know, we have all these generators and makes or brands are going to have different applications of how close you can be to a house, how close you can be to a bush, a window, which way combustible, yeah, which way you're turning the generator every every which way. So there's a lot into it than just sticking a generator on the side of your house. We went to, I went to bring parts to one of my repair guys out at a job one day, and uh, 
we had installed a generator. We left, and the guy put a wood fence around <laughs> the generator on the exhaust side of the generator. So I go there, and I I knock on the door, and I say, Can, "You gotta, you gotta come here, and I gotta show you something." And the guy, I said, "You have to take this fence out." And he goes, "Okay." And I go, "No, no, no! You have to take it out right now while we're here." I go, "Touch this fence. It's ready to explode. This thing is it was so hot." We get, we've gotten emails like that. Yes. And I'm like, we. I go, if you don't do it, like we have to take this thing down like right now it's it's it, oh he was under a power outage and his and his generator i think di- didn't start that day and something yeah. happened and that's and that it had been running for hours when we got there um it 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 was the fence was literally ready to catch fire yeah. so somebody has to explain to people like <laughs> listen there's my son learned many times he lost a lot of toys from leaving them in front of the exhaust port of my generator <laughs> yeah. and i love it they were just melted yeah. Yeah. absolutely <laughs> trees <laughs> just get you know just you know burned up you know especially when you're running for understand five to six how days. hot that gets right so you know clearances are are important you know your your bushes we tell people where to you know where to move things, where to, you know, what to do, what not to do, what you, what you can do to cover it, you know, and ice, you know, keep it from being seen, but safely, right. you know? So there's, right. there's a lot of, there's a lot of crazy stories out there of, of, of fires and <laughs> failures. And, yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. But a lot of steps to getting a generator to install. Sure. Not well, just from your average guy. Cause they're going to miss a lot of the steps. Right. You guys aren't the average guys. You guys are the professionals and people can trust you. But along with standby generator, I'm just going to name a few other things you do a few other things there's a lot here electrical outlet and circuits circuit breakers and fuses panel upgrades new construction ceiling fans chuck and i talk about ceiling fans those are so important and they're so not used by homeowners every deep room in a house should have a ceiling fan you agree everyone in my house room my house has yep. a ceiling fan and they do not shut off all year round yep. no they not and it's funny because i think people are so scared to call electricians and plumbers and guys like that because they think it's going to be so expensive but it really isn't i mean no compared no. to the other trades you guys are very reasonable yeah sure. we are and, and and we're very fair and uh our, our our technicians come out. They're well trained. They're they they're very clean. They you know and and they and they we, we want to impress. So right. we want to get that call back. We want to get that referral. Okay. All right. Boy, you guys are giving out a lot of great information. We're going to go to break, and we'll talk about something else that Chuck and I get a lot of questions on, a lot of emails about surge protection. Who needs them? If they get a standby generator, do they still need surge protection? And also, let's talk about the area you guys cover. Um, also, you offer some financing. So if people are at home and they may not be able to fork out the money right now, you guys have great financing and electric vehicle charging. You're listening to the Inside Outside Guys on WJR, and today we're talking to Lake Point Electric. Welcome back to this special edition of the Inside Outside Guys, sponsored by Lake Point Electric on WJR. Never lose power again with a whole home Briggs and Stratton generator. For all your home's electrical needs, visit mylakepointelectric.com. Once again, here are Ken and Chuck. Paul and Dominic here. They're guys you can talk to if you call their number at 877-777-WIRE. We need that jingle, Paul. Yeah, we do. <laughs> we do. It's Ken coming soon. surge protection. Is that important for houses with or without generators? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, everybody should have, you know, don't get me wrong, have the surge protectors that you buy at, you know, the strips and then, you know, all the way from Are your those panel. Are those good, Dominic? 
Well, depends on which one you buy. <laughs> depends on which ones you buy. You got to really look at them, see what the actual surge protectors. You know, some of them aren't even a surge protector. People buy them; they're just a plug strip. So sure. you got to make sure that too. But uh, yeah, whole house surge protectors on the panels uh, that we can install for you. And now, even another thing is DTE's actually brought out a surge protector that goes on your meter. Um, which is kind of in our generator world. Why would you want that on the meter? Because now it's before the transfer switch, okay. right? Mm-hmm. Where we could never really put anything on the on the meter from Edison. Legally. They would never allow us to, and, right. and we've never been able to do it on our transfer switches. So having the surge protector... You know, before the transfer switch is before the source, obviously. Might protect um, your panel as well. Then. Right. It will protect your panel, too. And, uh, and hey, in all this surge protection world, the more you can have, the better you're going to be. You yeah. know, I'm a skeptical homeowner. How important is that really, Paul, a uh, surge protector? Talk about some of the things you've seen on houses that are not properly protected. Oh, it, surge, surge suppression is, I mean... I've seen it happen in front of my eyes at my office. We had a brownout, and then I saw my computer, my monitor, and my my server smoke right in front of my eyes. I smelled it, and then I saw it. And I, I mean, I can honestly say I've put in a lot of surge suppressors, and we fixed a lot of burned up wiring, but I've never actually seen it myself until that day. So. And you did not have it. I had a cheap surge suppressor <laughs> in learning. my yeah in my office, Bless your heart. and I did and it and it went right through it. So wow. now I had my IT guy said, "You supply me, and with what I need." And he came in and he put in some really good some good equipment, and I, and I only used him because I wanted to make sure that you know he services all of our computer, um, and our, all of our hardware in our office. So I said, "I want you to." supply that but when you buy if you buy a surge suppressor for your home buy one from a reputable company you know a computer co- you know if you would have done that how much money would you have saved like surge prep going to cost money but did you lose more in equipment oh i lost Absolutely. yeah i lost yeah i, I lost my thousands, thousands and then he had yeah, to go yeah to go back and stress. download everything i lost my server i lost everything I, it, it smoked everything no i take that back my server didn't get smoked that was on it that was on a backup it was my my two office computers got smoked and so we didn't lose everything it was on the server now that i'm thinking about it but i did have to replace the monitors <laughs> and the uh yeah they they went right out kind of nice about the news about a lot of these surge protectors too that like siemens and and um uh, intermatic and stuff like that they'll even give you a warranty so that if you did catch a surge they will pay up to so much money towards your damage oh peace of mind yeah yeah yep and your and your and your homeowner's insurance, you know, covers covers things yeah, like that. Yeah, a guy too. lose about fifty thousand dollars in equipment between four air conditioners, sub zeros, electric ranges, everything. Now all your appliances have the uh, low voltage electronics on them anymore, oh, right? Yeah. So a good surge oh, protector is a good insurance. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. So I would say definitely, definitely contact DTE and find out if they're installing those in your area. I'm I'm assuming. Right. Yeah, they are. They I are. mean, everybody. I've been telling everybody for the generator you know to get them because you know it's only even though they have them on the inside it's nothing protects that out there so and that's the thing i mean before we transfer we could catch a surge you know so you would have a homeowner call their local utility provider first yes mm-hmm. 
yeah, yeah, start there. Yeah. I mean, if they're offering that, start there because, like like Dominic said, you no matter how much surge suppression we put into your house, you you cannot protect that transfer switch without it being protected ahead of it. So that transfer switch has a ton of mechanical and electronics, mm -hmm. mechanical features and electronics in it. And all you need to do is just fry that board and that's it. That that generator is not going to run. It's not going to transfer. Right. Um, it may not even start if that board's fried. So Actually, the generator will start. It's it will start. start, but oh, it won't transfer. But it won't transfer. So right. there you go. Yeah. And uh, that that is your that's your first line of defense. So let's yep. talk about the future. And according to everything yeah. you hear, future is electric arts. Yep. And you guys are starting to. Um, get certifications and learn more about EV charging and actually offer EV charging. Can you speak to that, please? Yeah, EV charging, I mean, I would say the certification really for us isn't there in regards yeah. to um, installing an EV charger. Uh, basically, what do we do, Dominic? We just we just hang them on the wall and then bring power to Yeah, well, I mean, them just them hang them on the wall. Well, we hang them on the wall. Well, they, well they, the, the homeowner or their dealer or you know, are supplying those EV chargers to the, the 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 car buyer, the homeowner. Sure. You know, and then they, you know, tell us, right. you know, what the, I mean, we read it and we, you know, it's, some are 40 amps, some are 50, uh, you know, 120 volts, yeah. some are 240 volt, depending on how fast they charge. And then we just have to figure out, you know, how to get power to that thing in their garage. And, you know, and, and some of them, some people want more than one right. and some of them run up to what, 70 amps, 80 amps, 80 amps 240 volts. Lightnings and 80 so let's amps talk are. to that issue because I think one of the new scams 25 years ago, it was duct cleaning with a shop vac. Right. But right. I think it's going to be, we're going to install an e, you know, EV charger in your garage, and it, they'll be extending a 20-amp GFCI protective circuit, <laughs> which we know will, you know, will sure, take a no. week and a half to charge the car. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Right. And that's where the 50-amp and the 80-amps come in to get them charging faster. But the main thing we've been doing a lot of is giving them the secondary meter so that they can get a little discount from Edison from when they if they charge from their the whatever the hours they tell them they can charge from you know they can charge it any it's not like ac interruptible where they would interrupt you but it's a secondary meter where if you charge i think it's from like three to eight or, or eight to, to to six in the morning or whatever they're right. off peak hours if you're charging you get a better kilowatt hour rate so what about the impact of a 50 to 80 amp circuit being added to an existing home. <laughs> well, it's a lot, because most houses in this day don't even draw 80 amps. Exactly. Um, you know, I mean, back in the day, we had 60 amp services on everything, you know, and that's, that's the, yeah, doing a lot of upgraded service changes, you know, upping everybody up to, we don't even skip over the one, we don't, we don't even give them 150s anymore, we skip right over and go right to the 200, you know, yeah. just wow. to make sure. your houses. No, in, in the new houses, they're all, two, in our new houses, they're 200 amp. Right. But I'm saying in like, when we go to a person's house, they bought an EV car, um, you know, now they only have a hundred amp service. They got a new F-150 Lightning and they want me to hook up an 80 amp charge. <laughs> we're, we're upping them up to a 200 amp service or... With that EV charger, we're actually coming off the meter again, so we're not using your panel at all. Yeah, I was going to say, Mr. Smith, if you don't need to cook or use the air conditioning, you can charge your truck. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> That's Absolutely. what it comes down to. I mean, I mean, it, you know, the minimum the minimum amperage size in a house is 100 amps. 
And so, you know, <laughs> there you go. And are you installing more and more of these all the time? Oh, yeah. 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 I get calls. With service them. changes. I mean, they, they, electric cars are up in sales. Right. And still. So, yeah, I mean, more and more people are oh, And you guys up. have to be learning a ton about this as you're doing it as A little well. bit, yeah. The, 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 some of the systems are kind of cool how they work. Like Tesla actually has a pretty cool system where if you had a couple Tesla cars, you made one main station and then a little... A, and that main station will tell which station to give a bigger charge to so that you know this car don't need that much charge it gives it to this car and then they plateau out to be just the same so there is some cool stuff out there for the electric yeah. cars and i know there's even some some companies that are bringing out the electric car chargers that do some stuff but we normally just go off of what the people get from the from the yeah dealer. with new battery technology i'm assuming the charging is probably going to be less uh the amperage will probably drop you know yeah. with New, with new battery technology, I mean, th- you know, we're in the infancy of this. So if you yeah, think, and how much does the electric bill go up with all this stuff? I mean, well, you're not buying gas, so well, that's I guess. true. I know. Think about it. Double your house. <laughs> you know yeah. I mean? you're right. You're right. Well, let's go ahead and admit this guy. None of this stuff is getting any less expensive. And if you think you need a standby generator, we want you to call Lake Point Electric today at eight seven 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 Wire. Paul, Dominic, thank you very much for coming in with us today. Thank you. We appreciate both of you very much. Thanks for taking good care of our uh, our listeners out there. Once again, you've been listening to the Inside Outside Guys with special guest, Lake Point Electric.